All right, if you are new with us, my name is Michael Fueling. I'm the lead pastor here at the church. And uh, before we finish the life of Abraham, what I'd love to do is uh, keep you up to speed on some things that are happening and changing at Village Church. I know some of you are newer, and so this will be a great opportunity for you to get your head around Village Church. And I also want to just bring you all up to speed on some really big and important decisions uh, we've made as a group of elders and what's happening here. So about two years ago, the elders put into plan a strategy called Building to Bless the Future. I want to tell you why we began to put this strategy in place. Um, between 2010 and 2017, the Village Church grew between 19 and 26% every single year. That's a lot. And so one of the realities that we saw in our future is that we had to, to address some issues in our building, our facilities, so that we could make space for and serve as many um, people as humanly possible. So for example, our VBS sells out every year. Most of our Awana, we have no more space for kids. Um, our children's ministry is growing leaps and bounds, and, and there's a lot happening here. And so we wanted to put some things in motion now so we could be prepared for the future. In fact, um, what I shared with you guys last year is every year we have a, a, an annual harvest lunch or harvest dinner where we come before the church and just say, hey, here's some things we're working toward, and we raise some money. And and last year, uh, we, we came before you and, and we shared um, this strategy. And there's five parts to it, five phases of it. And uh, we put this before you. And uh, we wanted to build something that would bless people we had never even met before. So um, one of the things that I realized when I, when I started attending Village Church in 2001, uh, the church was about 30 years old at the time, is that there were multiple men and women who had come before me they had never met me, and they built something, a church, a people, a community, a culture, that has profoundly changed my life. And uh, the seven families in 1972 who came together to launch Village Church um, did not know any of you. In fact, only of all those seven families, only three people from that original crew still attend Village Church. Many of them have gone to be on with the Lord and elsewhere. And so um, these families... Uh, took an incredible amount of sacrifice, and they built something that we all get to just be a part of, and we are so blessed by. And over the last 46 years now that Village Church has been here, um, there has been so much blood, sweat, and tears to build. I'm not just talking about the building. We're talking about the culture and the family. And, and so when I became lead pastor, I stood on the shoulders of, of 35 years, 36 years of men who had gone before me and preached the gospel faithfully and preached the word of God with integrity. And and uh, even the ministry opportunities that I've been given have been um, set up for me. It's a beautiful privilege that I've been able to walk into. And so it is with many, many of us in this room. And so one of the things we realize is that we really need to prepare for the future because things are changing. Over the last uh, about year, our growth has slowed down a little bit, which has been a huge gift from God to kind of just catch our breath. Um, but one thing that has not stopped growing is our engagement. And so community groups, people are engaging more. Uh, there's a whole bunch of demands in our church that are beautiful and wonderful, and we want to be able to meet them. And uh, I want to give you just maybe one illustration of that. In um, 2018, we've had 24 pregnant women that we're aware of, right? Um, so, and there are some yet to become pregnant because the year ain't over yet, right? So, so here, here's what I know. Like, so I preached a, a series on Song of Solomon a couple years ago. A quarter of the church took eight weeks off and came back at the end. The rest of you made babies. So like, wonderful. <laughs> True story. Uh, but that's just, that's just the tip of the iceberg, and that's not including um, multiple other kids and families 
that have come to Village Church. And so uh, I'm gonna give you a very brief overview um, for what we shared with the body then. And then I wanna share with you a couple decisions that we've made as a group of elders. Um, and then some things as we look to year end that we're thinking about. Um, so first and foremost, when we put this vision together, um, one of the things that we did is we set some values aside. We said these are things that are really important to us. And here are the values at a glimpse. Number one, we really wanna stay here. Um, we could have spent, uh, put out 10 to $15 million and built some kind of new facility etc. But we thought, you know, this, this place is very special to us. Our objective is not to grow to be a mega church. And so part of this first value is, is an intense objective to start planting churches so that as we grow, we can send people out. Uh, we la- launched our first church plan about two years ago, and, and we're right now praying that the Lord would open up more opportunities to continue to do that. Um, but we love this building. We want to be a good steward of it. God's done so many amazing things here. And, and we can still grow by about two or 300 people on a Sunday morning here. A lot will have to change internally for that to happen. But that's part of what this strategy is all about, preparing for what God has already honestly been doing. Um, number two is minimal debt. We are debt-free as a church. Our desire is to stay debt-free. Um, praise God for that. Um, wouldn't that be funny if I just said, and we're about to go into debt. No, I'm kidding. Um, we have no plans to go into debt at all. Uh, in fact, one of our desires has been to pace out um, any of these phases so that we can remain debt-free. It's just the value of ours. Um, I don't know what the Lord will ask us to do in the future, but as, as we see right now, this just seems to be a very viable, logical, patient course that we want to continue to work down. In, in a few minutes, we'll go through some of our financials so you can see what that actually looks like. We wanted everything here to be scalable. Uh, so... Um, Uh, We didn't want to just overbuild. We didn't want to just spend money because we can. We want to spend it as we need it. Uh, We want to spend it in a way that allows things to grow with us. So, for example, you'll see one of our phases is another addition to our parking lot. Uh, We didn't totally need that right now, so we separated the two. and, And when we need to do another expansion on our south side, we can do that. Um, number four is efficient and multi-purpose. We did have the option of spending two to three million dollars to create more offices for every single one of our staff, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, we decided to take a different route with our building, and I, and I think if you're newer, you probably need to know this. Um, every room in our church is multi-purpose, and uh, I'll use my office as an example. Um, on Sunday morning, it is a haven for children to throw food and dance and play on my furniture. Um, on uh, throughout the week, it's used for community groups. Uh, community groups meet in my office. Um, It is used for meetings. Some people take naps in my office. We have staff meetings in my office. Um, There's counseling that happens in my office. Uh, Multiple times throughout the week, I'll come in to the building. I won't even look in in the window. I'll just open it, and there'll be people meeting or praying or planning or doing something. And that's just kind of the nature of my office. They're doing a video shoot for some baptism videos after service in my office. Like I'm sitting in there praying and and studying, and then Matt comes in. He's like, sorry, I got to set up video equipment in here. And that's just the nature of our our rooms here. And uh, we felt like it's it's a much better use of of money to be multi-purpose than it is just to give everyone their own private space so we can all be isolated. So as I say that, that's a really high value for us. And that's actually allowed us to get a lot more done in this building um, than if we had just spent a lot more money. And finally, this is um, one of the most important things for me. I've sat through and listened to online, I don't know, 200 sermons I'm giving. The vast majority of them um, uh, frustrate me because there's like an arm twist. And we just, here's our kind of our, our thing. We just said, listen, I'm not gonna twist your arm. Um, we're going to tell you honestly what is. We're going to tell you honestly what the needs are. 
We're gonna share with you the vision. We're gonna engage the right people from our body in that vision. We're gonna create space for people to ask all the questions they want publicly and or privately. We're gonna take the best information. We're gonna try to make the best decisions that we can. We're gonna communicate those decisions as quickly as we can. And then we're gonna make the need known to you. And then you go, you have the Holy Spirit if you are a follower of Christ. If you're family here, if you're not family here, I'm not asking you to give anything at all. Um, But if you're family here, um, you have the Holy Spirit, you go pray about it and uh, you do what you can do. Um, And so over the past year, uh, we have a bunch of people who are giving uh, a significant amount of money every single month to our building to bless um, uh, strategy. And so like we we are honestly doing some really great things with that. I'm going to explain all that in a moment. But these are just some high level values for us. Um, so that you can see how we're moving into the future and what is, what's important. So I want to just fly through our phases with you so you can see what they are. Um, phase one was a parking lot renovation. We did that. Um, that uh, whole parking lot renovation is paid for. Um, God, praise God, we thought it was going to be $450,000 on the high end. It ended up being, I think when it's all said and done, it's going to be just over $300,000, which is way better. I'd rather, I'd rather tell you four fifty dollars and be under than tell you two fifty dollars and be, you know, like I'd rather do it that way. So um, but that's where we're at on that. And so the parking lot is, is done. Uh, in the spring, uh, you're going to see that we're going to finish the, the storage garage out there. And then we will implement new signage at each of the new entrances. And then also a digital sign at the corner of Devon and West Bartlett Road should building permits allow it. And um, so the last two, um, storage and signage, are going to happen. As soon as everything starts thawing and melting, we're going to move forward. With that, we have about $50,000 uh, in cost on those two things. And uh, again, that's already um, in the bank, ready to go. Uh, we don't, we're not worried about that. That's just there. We're ready to do that. Phase two, very near and dear to our hearts here at Village Church, is a renovated children's wing. Uh, as our ministry grows, as we exceed, uh, the, the children exceed our, our, our facility capabilities, um, that whole area kind of needs to be gutted. So the one thing we will keep is the mural on the walls, but everything behind that in the foyer, there's some stuff outside of the children's foyer we need to do. Um, we need to gut and update all of that. Uh, it's one of the most sorely needed things in our church. The cost is about 175 thousand dollars for that one and we right now are planning and preparing and praying that the Lord would would fast forward our ability to do phase two. Phase three is an expanded foyer. We already have outgrown the size of our foyer. You should have been here like three years ago because it was literally like there, there was a classroom where the cafe is. It was all closed off. It was very tight. We opened that up, but we still need to open up the current office, Pastor Tim's office, the counseling office, and make some more space over there so that, you know, you introverts who don't want to like touch anybody, germaphobes, right? You, you all are going to be fine. We want to protect you, but um, but imagine adding two or 300 more people in this building, right? And uh, some of the other just kind of sub-values, we have no intention of adding a third service on a regular basis unless we're desperate. We are not doing Saturday night services for the sake of our staff and our volunteers. Like, those are just things that we're not interested in. Um, when you do three services here... Um, Uh, You just don't have the opportunity to rub shoulders with people. At least in two services, you can be with people. Uh, You can rub shoulders with people. And so we want to continue to provide lots of food and bring our family together as much as possible. And so that's, that's phase three. Phase four uh, is uh, office wing expansion. And uh, we have a new entrance over here with a new entrance off of Devon. And we, we just kind of need to gut those. They are used by so many different people. And we need to bring that area up to speed. Um, and so those are the first four. And then we finally have this random phase five, which is as needed. Um, when our parking lot needs the extra spaces, then we come before you and say, hey, we need to add more spaces. Um, let's figure this thing out. Now, uh, something has come up since we talked to you about all these phases. 
And uh, what has come up is our sanctuary sound system has started to fail to meet our needs. Um, about six months ago, we began the process of vetting out the needs. We guesstimated the cost would be around $80,000. And, uh, and it has proven after we have spent multiple um, uh, hours interviewing multiple companies, bringing them here from out of state, et cetera, this actually is the price tag, exactly um, what we need. And so um, we looked at our bank account. We said we have the money to do that. And so the elders have agreed to um, pay for this, to move forward on this. In early January, all of the speakers, the mains, the subs, et cetera, the board has already been replaced. Um, if you haven't noticed, um, the board actually shut down in the middle of worship two weeks in a row. Um, that had been happening for some time. And, and basically, we, we, in 2010 and 11 implemented a great system that worked for us. Um, but as our church has grown, as we've used it, um, it's outgrown, we've outgrown what it can do. And so now some of you, I can hear you already, you're thinking, Michael, the sound doesn't need to be louder. And uh, I agree with you. The objective in actually getting these speakers has nothing to do with the quantity of sound you're hearing. It actually has to do with the quality. I want to give you an analogy. Our new uh, communications manager, Josh Freddy, said it's like water and shower heads. And so think about sound like water. Now, have you ever gotten into a shower and the jet is on and you get on and it hurts you? That actually happened to me last night. I got in the shower and then it turned out, I was like, ah, it's painful, right? Um, or have you ever like had a shower head that's a little bit older and then started, some of the holes start to get clogged and then the spray starts going left and right and you can't get an even distribution of spray, right? Um, that's sort of like what we're experiencing on a Sunday morning with our sound. Some of you, like if you're sitting right in this area, you're getting the jet. Some of you, if you're sitting in the overflows, you're getting like a random spray of sound and you're like, what's that? odds and it's irritating and so the issue is not the quality or the quantity of water it is the right dispersion of the water you give too much in one place it's painful and so one of the things that we have to do is rectify some of this we have heard you um, we have experienced it and it's time to move forward with it so I want to let you know in early January that's funded that's going to be completely covered and we're going to move forward with with that um, now uh, here's what I want to I want to do I want to talk to you about phase two because we are very, very um, antsy to move forward with phase two, um, mainly because we just want to make our children's experience as incredible as possible and to serve as many kids well as we humanly possibly can. We talked about $175,000 and uh, is the cost for that. And the elders made a decision that um, as it pertains to the, these phases, we are, we are not, as far as it depends on us, going to allow our general fund balance to go below $175,000. Um, that gives us the ability to meet needs. Should the Lord open up a church planting opportunity, we can walk through that door. It just allows us the space to move through some of the doors that the Lord is opening up for us or that we are asking him to, which means that we need $350,000 in our general fund account before we can move forward with phase two because $175,000 for the cost plus $175,000 that needs to be left in the account equals $350,000, which is very logical, very easy. And so um, we're just going to be patient. Uh, we want to make that need known to you so you can respond um, as you see fit. And so here's, here's just kind of our money at a glance. So you can say, okay, what are we working with, Michael? What's, what's realistic here? Um, so here are the financials. First of all, in terms of year-to-date, giving has been $808,508. Our expenses have been $675,971 with a surplus of $132,087. 
Um, these numbers are significant because one of our values is to model our finances in such a way that we want most families to model their finances. You live with margin, your budget is under your um, income, and you live in this place and it gives you the ability to meet needs, invest, look into the future, to grow, etc. So this is a high value of ours and don't worry, I'm not gonna again come forward and tell you, hey, we're about to go into a whole bunch of debt. That's actually not the point. I want you to know our values so you can know why we're doing what we are doing. Uh, our giving above budget is 126.7%. Our giving above spending is 119.5%. Um, and then our general fund balance as it is today is $267,621. Um, many of you are giving to our Build to Bless the Future strategy, and all that money goes into capital improvement, and we are spending it on regularly finishing stuff, paying for the garage, the storage, et cetera. And uh, so that's being spent. So here's where we're at. Um, after we spend the $80,000 in January, in, in March, April, after we finish the $50,000, um, that money's gonna come off the top here. Um, when we have $350,000 in the bank, um, we will move forward with phase two. And so uh, very simply, here's how I wanna end my, my uh, dissertation. Don't worry, the sermon is much shorter today. I know you're thinking, we're gonna be here six hours, gonna be fine, I promise, you're gonna live. Every dollar given to Village Church or our building fund fast forwards our ability to launch phase two and renovate our children's wing. So I know there's a gajillion uh, places that are asking for your year-end giving. And for some of you, this is a time when you allocate funds in a unique way. And I wanna put in front of you the opportunity, the need, and then I trust you, you'll do whatever you need to do with the, Lord, the, with the money the Lord's given to you. Um, but here's, here's where we're at, and I want you to know exactly how every single dollar of that is gonna be spent. We have a congregational meeting coming up in the next couple weeks where you can look at our 2019 budget. And again, what you should see is margin um, in that budget so that we can continue to steward well what the Lord has given us. Sound good? No manipulation, that's the goal, just information and vision, and let's pray together, and then we're gonna finish the life of Abraham today. Father, we come before you and we just submit um, all of our vision, all of our dreams, our ideas, the ways that we, that we think things should come together. We just submit them to you and just say, have your way. Lord, your Holy Spirit is more powerful than any um, arm-twisting word of mine. Lord, you do what you need to do in my life and everyone's life here. We just commit the future to you and I'm, I can look back at your face